People of the world, it's the Brothers Talk with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm, inviting you to join us each Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or on our website to hear our take as three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice to the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. You can follow us on Facebook. You can reach us with your comments, questions, suggestions at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, and you can email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. And stay tuned for our long-awaited YouTube channel. And now on with this week's episode. Hello, Brothers Talk family. On this holiday week, celebrating the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., wherever you're listening around the world, that encourages you to engage in relevant conversations using critical thinking and activism to support the Black community. Welcome, first-time listeners. We're glad you joined us as we carry on the twofold mission of sharing enlightened conversations and promoting new and existing Black business opportunities to empower and enrich our community. We're still addressing the madness that is the lax attitude toward COVID-19 and the ignorance flying in the face of simple scientific logic where the same people spreading deadly rumors about the pandemic and the vaccines that are way too easily accepted instead of the truth are the first to want that same science to try and save their lives when they get infected. This latest variant XBB.1.5 called the Kraken because it's so infectious is running rampant and racking up new hospitalizations and deaths each week because way too many of us are joining the mass idiotic behaviors of pretending the coronavirus is either gone or not as so serious and we're not getting masks, not social distancing in crowds, and worst of all, not getting vaccinated or booster shots. And all this during the height of the airborne infectious diseases season, like the flu, RSV2, and the common cold. Come on, people, we can and we must do better. And now to my brothers in the struggle for critical thinking, Scott and Norm. Thanks, Rod. Uh, family, thank you for your continued support. And I know uh, we talk about this virus every week, and we're going to continue to talk about the virus because people are not doing what they're supposed to do to keep everybody safe and to get rid of the virus. I read something a couple of days ago where China, in China, 60,000 people a day are dying from the virus. And I also read something where in Europe, they're just officials are saying that Europeans are in denial about how the virus is raging out of control. And I feel it's the same way here in this country, but the administration don't want to say anything about it simply because of the way that people reacted when they got shut down. But I feel it's coming uh, because the virus is out of control, it's running rampant, and people are still dying from the virus. I think it's something like like uh, 1,800 people a day in this country. Uh, so people, please wear your mask, get vaccinated, protect yourself, your family and your loved ones, and go out and support black businesses. Norm? Thanks, Scott. And just to follow up with what Rod and Scott said, we really have to concentrate on our health as a community because even beyond the virus, literally AIDS, the uh, heart disease we have, we suffer from, and all the other ailments that we have in our community, we cannot address any of our problems without addressing the health situation in our community first. So please, let's take care of ourselves, learn, listen, do whatever we need to do, but we cannot move forward unless we are healthy. 
Our guest for this episode and our first guest of the year is Dr. Burgundy Collins, the owner of Collins Chiropractic. Originally from Hampton, Virginia, she currently serves the community of Springfield, Virginia, as a licensed board-certified chiropractor. Before establishing her practice, Dr. Collins earned her doctoral degree in chiropractic medicine from Life University and earned her Bachelor of Science degree from Old Dominion University. Her patients trust her expertise in providing consistently high-quality care that leads to positive and lasting health outcomes utilizing techniques like cupping, dry needling, and chiropractic adjustments to address a range of health concerns, including back pain and pain in the extremities. Welcome to the show, Dr. Collins, and say hello to the Brothers Talk family, and tell us a little bit more about your journey to become a chiropractor. Hi, thank you. That was a great introduction. Thank you, Rod. You have a great voice, by the way, perfect for this type of medium. And I would know because I was a radio personality for seven years before I became a chiropractor. So I know all about um, what a good radio voice sounds like. You have a great one. But thank you guys for having me on the show. I do appreciate being the first guest on your podcast. I enjoy listening to your podcast. It's very informative. And I I like what you guys are doing. Um, but a little bit about myself. Um, yes, I'm a chiropractor in the Northern Virginia area. I've been a chiropractor for almost 10 years. Um, I really enjoy the opportunity to provide holistic um, care for folks without medication or anything like that. Um, just really focusing on health and wellness in a holistic manner by providing, as you mentioned, chiropractic adjustments and passive therapies like electric stem, cupping, and all that good stuff. So just out here providing some good health care to folks and enjoying every day of it. Tremendous. So what are some of the things that you think are probably not as well known when it comes to chiropractors, especially in our community, the community of us African-Americans? Um, mainly the biggest thing would probably be that folks don't know or are aware that they can go benefit from chiropractic without having been in any kind of car accident or sustained any type of injury per se. Um, chiropractic is a, a, as I mentioned already, it's a holistic, but it's a comprehensive type of healthcare where it's not um, just for um, palliative care, but it's also great for preventative care. So just, just like you would go to the dentist to get your teeth cleaned and your teeth checked out a couple of times a year, um, it's imperative that people know that um, they could feel a lot better in all areas of their health if they make sure that their spines are aligned. Um, the primary way that the brain or our brains communicate with our bodies through the spine, um, through the bones in our back. So it's important to make sure all your joints are aligned um, so that your brain can communicate properly um, with all the organs in your body so your body can feel really good and function the way it's designed to function. So I would say the biggest thing is folks don't know the benefits of chiropractic and they assume that you have to be injured or hurt in order to benefit from it. And that's not true. Everyone can benefit from a chiropractic um, treatment or care or checkup. You know, Rod kind of kind of stole my question there, uh, but I want to follow up on that. And how often should people come to go see a chiropractor just to get preventative care or just to get realigned, how often should they do that a year? Um, it depends on a person. So I would say um, initially, everybody should just go get checked out. You know, just once, just go see um, what, it, what the experience can be like, um, see what the doctor finds in terms of um, alignment issues, um, other issues of your body that you might be experiencing, maybe like digestive issues, headaches, um, insomnia, um, anxiety, lots of different issues can be um, related to your spinal alignment. 
So I would just recommend people go just once, just see it for yourself once and then follow up with the doctor to see what they recommend. Um, however, for most of my patients, when they do come in, I recommend, um, depending on them, um, the issue that brings them in, that they, they come in a couple of times a week, um, initially the beginning to get the full benefit. Um, it's just kind of like a physical therapy um, treatment plan. So you go to the physical therapist, um, for most folks, you are there because there's some type of injury that needs to be um, improved on. But um, in order to get the full benefit for the chiropractic and the physical therapy, you do have to go fairly often in the beginning or consecutively the beginning. So um, most patients come in once or twice a week for a few weeks. And then as they um, have less symptoms and they're feeling better, um, then most people like to give folks on what we call a maintenance um, plan, which is they'll check in maybe once a month, um, once every few weeks or so, just to make sure that their spinal alignment is intact. Um, the reason why it's a good idea to get checked out um, at least once a month or every few weeks or so is because people are still going to be doing the same things that brought you into the chiropractor in the first place. Most folks are still sitting at their desk for eight hours at a time, driving these long commutes. I'm living a high stress life or, you know, working out, just doing these activities that can throw your spinal alignment out of whack. So it's important just to make sure everything is lined up nice and um, good so that you feel good. But everybody's situation is a little bit different, but, you know, initially you do want to be a little bit consistent. Dr. Burgundy, how does one go about selecting a chiropractor? Are there any um, degrees or what have you, any certification that we should look for? Oh, yes. Yeah. So a chiropractor, we are doctors. So um, you want to make sure your chiropractor not only has a doctorate, um, which is four years of a doctorate program, chiropractic program, um, preceded by a four-year bachelor program. Um, so total eight years of schooling. But you do have to be licensed and board certified. So you want to make sure your doctor is licensed in the state where they're practicing and they are board certified. Um, the good thing about chiropractic, um, when, at the time it's not good, but um, in hindsight, the good thing is that we take all of our boards before we graduate. And there, there is one that we take um, right after graduation, right around the time we're graduating. So um, basically, as soon as you graduate, as long as you have your boards passed, you can apply for your license and to say you want to practice and start working um, pretty much immediately after you get your license. But yeah, you want to make sure they're board certified. You want to make sure they're licensed in the state and obviously they have their degrees. So um, no YouTube chiropractors, <laughs> no TikTok chiropractors, folks who actually went to school and um, did all their, their, their education and it's fascinating stuff and i have a lot of questions but i want to just go with the next one which is uh well it's sort of a two-part question following up on norm's question uh how is the population of african-americans in the chiropractic industry and then secondly when dealing with african-americans have you noticed any particular issues within our population that require immediate concern um, so the first question, or the first answer to your first question, um, less than 8% of chiropractors are African-American. Yep. So, um, and even less are Black women. Um, but I don't really focus too much on race or the fact that there are just a few of us um, in a big sea of chiropractors. Um, I, I would say that I'm here to serve everybody and anybody who's, who's willing to, to receive some type of treatment from me because I want everybody to feel good. Well, the second, your second question was, are there any specific differences that you notice when you're dealing with African-Americans versus other ethnic groups? Oh, no. Um, I don't know how to say this. Um, I enjoy working with all my patients. Right. And I also enjoy working with family. Right. Because um, it's so important that you work with somebody or your, your health care provider um, can relate to you. Right. 
or um, knows how to treat you, um, knows knows the culture, um, knows 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 a certain cultural colloquialisms. Me, you know, um, there there are things that are very specific to the African American experience, and it's good. Um, I would say for for Black people, African American people, however you identify, to have a healthcare provider that understands what it's like to be a Black person in a sense of the types of chronic illnesses that we may be more prone to and, you know, uh, but not having any type of prejudice or judgment about that. So I'm um, like, for instance, the foods um, that we may be, you know, prone to eat the soul food, uh, all the salt, all the, you know, the foods, all the sugar, um, the things that can, you know, cause African-Americans to have higher rates of diabetes or, um, cancer, gout, you know, those types of conditions without having the the um the prejudice of knowing that and being able to deliver um certain types of information without having those social biases. Like I've had healthcare prov- I prefer to have an African American healthcare provider. My uh, my dentist is black, my optometrist is black, um uh, my chiropractor is black. Uh, my healthcare provider, she's not black. I'm still working on it. She's Indian. I don't like her. I'm um, not because she's Indian. So I would prefer to have an African American um woman. I just been having a difficult time finding one in this area. But um, I think it's just nice to have somebody who who knows and understands um what it is to be black. And I just think that oftentimes you get in these situations with healthcare providers, and they have this um these unconscious biases. Um, they treat black people very differently. They treat women very differently in these healthcare settings. Um, they think black people are exaggerating about pain. Um, they think black people are being difficult when sometimes they're just in a lot of pain. They don't take black people seriously when they complain about these conditions. They push a lot of medications instead of um, thinking of more holistic ways to treating things. So it's just nice to have a black person treat other black people because you, you don't have that unconscious social bias to worry about. That was, that was a great answer because I seek out black healthcare professionals. That's that's how I found you. One uh, question I want to ask you about your statement that you made. You said that sometimes, um, you know, you can associate, say, headaches or or indigestion or other different ailments to the lack of having your spine aligned or your back, something to that to that effect. So when when do we know it, this is a two part question too. When do we know when uh is something associated with your spine out of line? And do doctors, other like primary care physicians recommend people, do you know that they recommend people to go to chiropractors to treat some of those ailments that that are associated with with uh your spine not being aligned or back problems and people don't know about it? That's a great question. Um, the answer is probably, well, the second, well, the answer to the second part of your question is probably no. I've never um, had a, a person or a patient come to me because a medical doctor recommended they come see a chiropractor for anything other than um, sprain strain or some type of spinal issue. As you know, MDs, they have these specialties um, for different, basically different body systems. You know, you have your cardiologist, you have your urologist. So they want you to see them for their specialty. And not that ego is involved, but these people are trained to believe that the way they practice is 
the one way to get their patients better. And with respect, you know, they have the right to believe that because that's the way they've been trained. They've been trained to do this procedure, prescribe this medication, um, go this course of action for their patients. So they aren't thinking about whether or not a, chiro a chiropractor can help a baby with colic or help somebody with migraines or help somebody who has um, digestive issues or anxiety. But um, if you know anything about anatomy, you would know that the brain continues as a spinal cord through the bones in the back and at every level um, in our back when there is a bone, there are nerves that travel from the spinal cord and they travel to every part of our body. And these nerves go to different organs. They go to different parts of your skin, different parts of your body. So the primary way um, that your brain can control your body is through these nerves that travel directly from your spinal cord. So if there's a mechanical issue, a mechanical um, dysfunction at the very origin, which is the spine in the back, um, it can cause a disruption in that communication and therefore organ may not function properly. You may have tension headaches. Um, and there are lots of reasons why a person can have a headache. It could be hormonal, it could be chemical, um, it could, it, but it also could be mechanical. It could be you know tight muscles in your neck. It could be um, nerves that have pressure on it because the alignment is off in your neck. So the great thing, the reason what I wanted to be a chiropractor because I wanted to be a healthcare provider, but I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to work in a high stress environment. People are dying. So I didn't want to work in an ER situation, but I wanted to work in a place where um, I wasn't just pushing medication on people and just kind of thinking outside the box and chiropractic is hands-on. Um, the very first type of healthcare ever was hands-on. People were laying hands on people. They weren't we didn't have drugs. We didn't have surgery. We were laying hands on people, trying to find a way to heal them. And as a chiropractor, I'm able to use my hands to at least make sure the mechanical um, part of it, where the nerves are that are going to the organs and these body symptoms systems are intact. But no, I don't know of any, any medical doctors. I do. I've had neuropath doctors, but no doctors saying um, go to a chiropractor for your headaches. But chiropractic is fantastic for um reduce and eliminating headaches, especially if the headache is um, due to some spinal alignment or tension in the, in the muscles and nerves. Doctor, have you ever, or do you, have you ever worked with other holistic doctors or practitioners um, dealing with issues of, uh, of your patients? Um, I have had cases where I've had patients who um, referred to me by other um, providers. So I'm um, your natural paths or um, other types of doctors. And I've never really worked with them hands on, like, you know, communicating um, on a regular basis. It was more like, okay, I'm gonna provide you some treatment and then I'll communicate with your doctor to let you know we worked on. So in that manner, then they will, you know, continue sending people to me. So yes and no. Well, I just wanted to know if, if this could be a part of a treatment, of a whole treatment, uh, chiropractic could just be one part of a full treatment of holistic medicine. Oh yeah, it could definitely, um, because, uh, I'm not saying a chiropractic is the end all be all for healthcare because the body's very complicated and spinal alignments or spinal um, subluxations aren't the only reason why people don't feel good or have disease or sickness. So um, it's definitely um, a situation for, I think people should just get used to being able to sort of um, coordinate their care with different providers, depending on what their issue is for sure. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Collins, for agreeing to come in and share your expertise with us. We had a really intriguing conversation, and we certainly hope that you will come back and share, because we have certainly a lot more questions, but we're not going to overextend our welcome with you. 
as we said, we like to uh, poke and pique people's curiosity and have them to want to hear him more. And I'm certainly that we do. So again, we appreciate your being our first guest of 2023. And we look forward to your accepting our invitation to come back and talk with us again. Oh, thank you so much. I would like to hear from you guys more, but okay. Thanks for the invitation. And in our Black Business Spotlight, we're once again encouraging everyone to use this holiday week and weekend to patronize as many Black-owned businesses as you can, as Dr. King made a major part of his life's work focusing on economic inequality, and we can always protest with our dollars, not only in a negative way, like boycotts, but positively with our spending habits, like our ongoing campaign to relaunch Black Wall Street nationwide. That's a wrap for this show, and as always, God willing, we'll continue to keep our focus on the issues that impact our community on the path to a better future. Don't forget that you can follow and communicate with us, sending your comments, questions, and show ideas to The Brothers Talk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. Till the next program, know that we sincerely appreciate your time and interest, and rest assured that we'll never take it or you for granted. And finally, remember, let's do better today, because that's all we really have.